Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Cisco, the sheriff, he is getting closer. This way, Pacho, vamanos. The Cisco Kid. Say, want to rate Ace High with that hungry family of yours? It's easy. Just make sure you serve... Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. Yes, ma'am. Serve more good butternut bread. And you are sure to win the applause of everybody from junior to granddad. Because everybody likes that butternut flavor, that richness, that extra richness, that butternut tenderness and fine texture. And you know, you'll like the way that butternut's freshness lasts. If you open a loaf for breakfast one morning, you can enjoy it at noon and again at night. And if there's any left, which I doubt, you'll enjoy it just as fresh and delicious again the next morning. Butternut is baked right to be fresh and wrapped right to stay fresh. When you buy bread, make sure of the brand you buy. Look for the only loaf in the bright blue and white checked gingham wrapper, the wrapper with the picture of fresh white slices right on it. Good butternut bread. You'll like it. And now the Cisco Kid in our exciting story, The Two Sheriffs of Mesa. In the pages of history are many stories of brothers who were devoted to each other. Not so numerous are the tales of the brothers whose natures were completely opposite. One such story is still repeated by grizzled old-timers, they who vividly retain memories of the high-spirited, dangerous adventure which occurred during the early 1870s and of two fierce, evil men who set the brothers against each other. The dust devils dance in the quiet streets of Mesa, Arizona Territory as the two hard-riding desperados thunder into town. <laughs> hey, let's wake up this town, Zane. Let them know we've arrived. Well, I'm for it, Lou. Since there ain't nobody out to greet us, let's give them a real six-gun welcome. Here you go. Well, there's a cave, hey, Lou. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See that weather vane atop the church? Yeah. Watch me make it spin. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice shooting, Zane. Yeah. Hey, come on into the cafe. I'll buy you something to eat. Well, you got yourself a customer. Here, let us through there, you walleye rannies. Hey, you reckon they was expecting us, Zane? They left the door open. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Hey, Professor, found us out of tune in that tin can pioneer of yours. Here's payment for it in advance. <laughs> well, I don't know which one of them jumped high when you fired that shot into the ceiling, Lou. The piano player or this old Morspec behind the counter. <laughs> you two hombres came to the right town to find trouble. You're going to pay for every cent of damage you've done. Listen, you Morsey Longhorn. Let go my vest. I'm Lou Dixon. This here partner of mine goes by the handle of Zane Valen. 
Remember those names. Somebody's finally come to your town. I heard of you two raw-hiding gunslingers. I still say let go of my vest. A gun barrel laid in his skull will help to keep a civil tongue in his head. Not a bad idea. Hold it! Huh? Well, if it ain't Mr. Badge, the sheriff. You called it right. Hey, look, Zane. They got two sheriffs in this town. I reckon they must have lots of outlaws. <laughs> you called it right for the second time, mister. My brother Craig and me share officers, Sheriff. And we do have too many outlaws in this town. As of right now, too, too many. You. Yeah, you hombres better roll up your bedrolls and vamoose back to where you come from. <laughs> well, now, you two boys ain't being very hospitable. Didn't you learn better in Sunday school? <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't laughing about it. Get this, you two badge-toting punks. You don't tell us what to do. We tell you. And any time you got a mind to back up your jaw, go for your guns. Draw them and die. Pancho be glad to get to Mesa and see Sheriff Mike Hardesty again, Cisco. He, he won Sheriff what Pancho always get along with. You must have forgotten, Pancho. Mike Hardesty is no longer sheriff of Mesa. Oh, oh, oh see, see that right, Cisco. Pancho member now. Sheriff Mike get dry gulch when he go to Texas to pick up the prisoners. When Sheriff Mike was murdered, his two sons, Dan and Craig, were made sheriffs in his place. Oh, both of them the sheriff? See, they both share office and have equal authority. Oh, that's the first time Pancho ever hear of two sheriffs in one town. Pancho wonder how it work out. So do I. Mike Hardesty used to say that Dan was too sober and straight-laced, while Craig was too easygoing and too interested in good times. Well, you think maybe they changed, Cisco? Well, we will soon find out. Here's the sheriff's office. Put it up. Ho, 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 Poncho, do you notice the people are not friendly like they were when Mike Hardesty was sheriff? Something is going on here I cannot put my finger on. That's right, Cisco. Not one hombre say buenos dias to us since we come to town. The door of the sheriff's office got two names on it, Cisco. The name of the two brothers, huh? That is right, Chico. See? I tell you, we got to put an end to it, Craig. Later, Dan. We got company. What do I mean, Cisco? Look how those two brothers growed. They must as tall as you. Why, it's Cisco and Pancho. What is this, Senor Dan, Senor Craig? What is this, Senor Sheriff? Howdy, Cisco. Pancho, what brings you two saddle sore waddies of this part of the country? Did they run you out of California? <laughs> That's not funny, Craig. You know, Cisco and Pancho never got run out of anywhere. Mighty glad to see you, Cisco. You too, Pancho. It's a pleasure to shake your hand, Senor Dan. Sheriff Dan, I mean. And your hand also, Sheriff Craig. Only the same thing go for Pancho. <laughs> I was very sorry to hear about your father. I'd like to be the one to catch up with his dry gulches. I know how you feel. Yeah, you both talk as if those Brenner hands is going to walk up to you and announce they're guilty. Well, that ain't too far-fetched, judging by the kind of characters that have been drifting into town this past month. Nah, don't start that again, Dan. What's the matter with these town center, Dan? The, the people in the air here, they, they're not very easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's going to say something like that. <laughs> I'll tell you what's the matter, Poncho. A month ago, 
Craig refused to back me in a showdown with two gunslingers. Yeah, if I had, we'd both be dead now. If I'd known what was going to happen, I'd rather be dead. What has happened? Oh, just because a couple of those... Hey, look out that window. Mesa's become a haven for every outlaw in this part of the country. How old are you both now? I'm 22. I'm 23, Cisco. Why? You young hombres need help. Your padre was a very good amigo to me. Will you deputize me? No, we don't need any help, Cisco. We can handle this matter. Cleaning up this town is our job. We're not going to saddle you with our responsibilities. Well, then, do you mind if I see the start of the cleanup? <laughs> I sure don't. You're stirring up trouble when there ain't none, Cisco. Oh, no, he's not. I'm going over to the cafe and have that long overdue showdown with Lou Dixon and Zane Vallon. Right now. Aye, they're the bad ones, no, Cisco? It's a good thing we go with Sheriff Dan. I reckon it's my duty to go along, too. If anybody gets killed in this ruckus, Cisco, it's your fault. (laughs) Hey, Cappy, how about some service? Come on, come on. What do you want? Yeah, listen, old man. You ain't gonna get much older unless you get careful about the way you answer. Let go of me. I ain't scared of you. Why, I'm not. Take take it easy, Zane. The old coot's loco. (laughs) Crazy as a hoot owl about law and order. (laughs) You wouldn't be laughing if Mike Hardesty was still sheriff of this town. I'll shut you up. I'll give you... (laughs) Hey, well, what do you know? Look who came in. The two sheriffs of Mesa. (laughs) Get your hands off of Cappy, Zane Vallon. Oh, sure. Why not? Try a dose of the same for yourself. (laughs) Maybe it'll give you the sand to try some gunplay. Why? All that's in here, Dan? Cisco Kid. Now, you varmints, somebody really has come to town. Lou Dixon and Zane Vallon. I can remember when all you two had the sand to try was swindling and petty wrestling. And now you are supposed to be a gunslinger. Go ahead. Go for your gun. No. No, I won't. What does it take to provoke you to try some gunplay, eh? Cisco, too bad you not knock him right through that piano. Sheriff Dan, Sheriff Craig, I think you can manage to put this pack rat behind bars where he belongs. Who wants to be the first to go against my guns? Oh, Pancho's guns ready too, Cisco. Up on your feet, Valen. Get yeah. moving. With all the friends I got in here, you don't think you're going to walk out of here alive, do you, Cisco? I think so. As long as I do not turn my back... My first bullet is earmarked for you, Valen. The second one for you, Lou Dixon. All right. I'll go peaceably. But when I'm through with you, Cisco, they'll have to bury in Boot Hill. Piece by piece. Where are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
caught your high sign back there in the cafe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What's the matter? <clears throat> Zane Fallon in jail and a Cisco kid riding high, wide, and handsome. You ask me what's the matter, Craig Hardesty? Well, every problem has a solution, Lou. When Zane and me agreed to pay you for protection, we expected to get it. So do the others who've drifted in. Yeah, you'll get it, all right, and so will they. I just uh, didn't figure on Cisco showing and taking a hand. Well, Sheriff, what are you going to do about it? First, we'll have to get Zane out of the calaboose. Was Cisco around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to mention it. Of course, we'll have to get rid of him first. And on account of his being such a good friend of my pa, I don't reckon he'll suspect a thing when I go to kill him. And since Cisco has no reason to suspect Craig Hardesty, his life is in very great danger. In just a moment, we'll return to The Cisco Kid. When it's noontime in the kitchen and the footsteps on the porch mean the kids are home for lunch, just break into the bread box and sing out with this tune. Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. <laughs> ah, that means good butternut bread. Especially good for that noontime lunch when the appetites are hearty, the time is short, and the need for quick food energy is mighty big. Those fresh, tender slices of butternut make top-flight sandwiches. Butternut's easy to spread and even easier to eat with any sandwich filler. And most important, butternut bread is good for you. Good for those hungry youngsters who need a nourishing lunch. You see, butternut is made from the finest, naturally nutritious ingredients, and it's enriched with extra vitamins and minerals. So next time your family sits down to lunch, just remember this song. Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. Good butternut bread in the blue and white check gingham picture wrapper. Now back to the Cisco Kid in our gripping story, The Two Sheriffs of Mesa. Dan and Craig Hardesty are both acting sheriffs of the town of Mesa. Gunslingers Zane Vallon and Lou Dixon defy the two young lawmen and get away with it. When Cisco and Pancho arrive in town, they find the explosive situation is near a bursting point. Cisco backs Dan Hardesty when he arrests Zane. Unknown to them, Craig has made a deal with the outlaws to supply them protection. A secret meeting between Craig and Lou reveals that Craig intends to murder Cisco. Now, in the sheriff's office. I know you did it to help me, Cisco, but you shouldn't have. Oh, Cisco saved your life when he makes in center, Dan. Oh, I'm not denying it, Pancho. But when Craig and I were elected to this office, we knew the chances we had to take. Where is your brother, Senor Dan? Why did he not help you with the prisoner? Well, he probably felt as I did and didn't want any part of an arrest you made. Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh, there's Senor Craig now. We're we just talking about you, Senor Craig. <laughs> I reckon that's why my ears were burning, huh? <laughs> yeah, what were you saying? I've been telling Cisco the job of law and order in this town is up to you and me. Well, I reckon I got a side with you on that, Dan. After all, you're the sheriff. Yeah, you are too. Don't forget it. No, <laughs> I ain't forgetting it. Neither one of you young hombres are using your head. You do not have to be so straight-laced in your ethics, Senor Dan. 
Everyone needs help at one time or another. I told you not to go over there in the first place. You got nobody to blame but yourself, Dan. And there is no cause for you to be so easygoing and lax in the prosecution of your duty, Senor Craig. It's still our job and our business. Why you not can see Cisco talk to you just like your own padre would do if he's still alive? Well, he's not. We're not kids anymore, Pancho. We'll handle this from here on alone. Right, Craig? You called it, Dan. Them's my sentiments. Very well. You are the sheriffs. Oh, wait, Cisco. Pancho going with you. Sheriff Mike Hardesty would not be proud of his sons today if he's still alive. <laughs> well, now, what do you know? It's getting rid of him the easy way. Good for you, Danny. I still owe Cisco plenty of thanks, Craig. He started the action I should have taken a month ago when those two gunnies first come to town. Whoa, whoa, whoa now, brother. You and me are going to finish the job that Cisco began, Craig. And we're beginning right now. Not so fast, Danny boy, not so fast. You going to be a rockhead all your life? Well, what's in your craw? Well, spill it, Craig. Can't you figure it for yourself? We've lived together all our lives, Craig Hardesty, and I've never been able to figure you out. Say what you got to say in plain language. All right, all right, I will, Dan. Our pa was old sheriff law and order himself all his life. What'd it get him? A bullet in the back. Yeah, from some sneaking dry gulcher. Sure, that's the whole point. They toss a badge at you and a salary that ain't enough to keep hiding horns together and then expect you to get yourself shot in the back for it. I don't get what you're trying to tell me, Craig. Come right out with it. All right. Zane Vallon, Lou Dixon, and the others is willing to pay plenty for protection in this town. Now, you know I don't go for that kind of stuff, Craig. I'm surprised to hear you even say it. Well... <laughs> I believe in getting it and spending it while I'm young enough to enjoy it, Sheriff. You, you mean those those new boots and that silver-mounted outfit? All that money you've been flashing? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Danny. Why not uh, cut yourself in for a chunk? And you're supposed to be a lawman. Or you dirty, sneaking scissor, Bill. <clears throat> Punch me, will you? I'm going to give you the beat in your life. Thanks, I'll do you. The barrel of this gun on your skull says different. Give me the beating of my life, will you? I ought to beat the life out of you. Hey, what's all the commotion out there? Ah, it's all right, Zane. As soon as I get the keys off the nail, I'll let you out of that cell. Yeah, I heard everything that went on inside the office, Craig. I uh, just wasn't sure who was knocked out. <laughs> Hey, you know, the only way to talk sense to that brother of mine is with the barrel of a six-gun. And the only way to keep any sense in his head is with the bullets of a six-gun. Does that Come on. Uh, mean you're going to kill him? What else? You heard what he said, didn't you, when I offered to cut him in on the protection money? <laughs> well, if you can stay sheriff long enough, you'll be a millionaire. I aim to, Zane. Hey, wait, wait a minute, Craig. If your brother's found dead with a bullet in him, Cisco's sure to come back. Well, you got any suggestions? Yeah. Set fire to the calaboose. Cisco ain't far away. He'll see the flames and return. I'm stirrup to stirrup with you. Yeah. We dry gulch Cisco, and whether Dan dies from a bullet or a match makes no never mind to me. Well, all that matters to me is that Cisco dies. And that I'm the one to kill him. <laughs> Like the whole, whole whole town turned out to fight that fire, Cisco. I was right about it, Pancho. 
It is the sheriff's office and jailhouse. Hold it. Ho, ho. Where are the Hollister brothers? Pancho, not see them? Francisco. Where's Dan Hardesty? Is he not around here, Senor Capi? Nope. Everybody figured he must be with you. Oh, madre mia. Maybe he and that burning office, Cisco. What about Craig Hardesty, the prisoner, St. Valen? Well, he ain't seen hard to hear them either. I am going into that building. Here, Pancho, take care of my guns and gun belt. Oh, you not can do that, Cisco. You'll be burned alive. Not if I take the precaution of getting soaking wet first. In the water trough? See. Si. You, you gonna dunk yourself in the water trough? See, si, Senor Capi. Here, hold me some brighter. Now, if I had a blanket. Hey, Miss Davison, we need that blanket you got there. Hey, thanks. Here, uh, I'll wet the blanket, Cisco. Ah, gracias. As soon as I wrap myself in it. Oh, no, Cisco, no. Better for you not to try that. You stay here, Pancho. Oh, Santos is hot. See you, Dan. Senor Dan! Senor Craig! Is anyone in here? Over here, Cisco. Oh. Here, let me help you out, Senor Dan. Get this blanket across. This is, this is the second time today you saved my life, Cisco. Anyone else in here, Senor Dan? No. Look out for that fallen that blocks us from going out the way I came in. <laughs> the, the, the back door. Come on. Ah, come on, I can walk. Ah, steady. Come on, lean on me. Yeah. Through the jail. How did Zane Valen get free? <laughs> Craig. <laughs> he must have turned Valen loose after he gun with me. Gun with you? Uh, now, Senor Dan, we'll have to make a run for it. <laughs> Here, I'll carry you on my shoulder. No, no. Uh, come on. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, we made it. We need this fresh air. Uh, Set me down, huh? Hey, <coughs> hey Cisco. Cisco, hit the ground. Oh, there Three. Zane Valen and Lou Dixon. Your brother yeah. has joined with those outlaws? Yeah. He's no better than an outlaw himself. Well, they, they stopped shooting. See? Yeah, they must have seen the townspeople. Yeah. Cisco! Cisco! Cisco, you all right? And you, Senor Dan, you all right? I'm all right, Pancho. Who was that shooting at you before we got here? Well, you might as well know. It was Craig, Valen, and Dixon. Listen, folks. There are enough of us here to clean out that entire nest of snakes who settled in this town. Uh, we need your help, too, Cisco. Will you take charge and lead us? Gladly, Senor Sheriff. Before this day is over, every one of those bandidos will be behind bars. That's ah, too bad we didn't get Cisco and Dan when they came out of that burning jail. Ah, the smoke was so thick there was nothing to aim at, Lou. Yeah. You really think you and the others can hold off an attack here in Cappy's place? <laughs> These times people will quit once they get a belly full of gunfire, Craig. Yeah. Well, I reckon that means your peaceful citizens are on their way here, Sheriff Craig. Yeah. Unholster your hardware and let them know we've been waiting for them. Hey, Zane, come here. Yeah. Look through the crack of these shutters. They got everybody in town coming after us. Yeah, let me see. 
Yeah. We're outnumbered five to one. We don't stand a chance of scaring them off. Well, I'm leaving, Zane. We can still make a getaway. That makes sense to me, Lou. Come on, let's go. I ain't staying here. Hey, you're supposed to be the sheriff. Why don't you stop that mob? Yeah, you try to stop them. This is no time to start an argument, Zane. Come on, through the back door. Hey, look at that. Back at the hotel. There's a couple of saddled horses. Uh, too bad there's only two horses and three of us. Well, one of them horses will have to carry double. No more gunfire. I reckon the battle's over. Yeah. All right. Hurry up. It's Vamoose. Yeah, come down off that horse, Dad's Toter. What's the... Yeah, since there's only two horses, Sheriff, only two of us will ride. Well, huh? hey, you laid that gun barrel on his skull hard enough to kill him, Zane. Well, I sure hope I did. Maybe I better finish the job. No, not now. There's Cisco, Pancho, and Dan Hardesty. Come on. Uh, yeah. Get up. Uh, up, up, up. Get 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 See you fight that way. Two bandidos knock out cold. <laughs> that the way Cisco and your padre do. <laughs> you are going to be every bit as good a sheriff as your padre was, young senor Dan. Uh, I beg your pardon. I mean, Sheriff Dan Hardesty. Oh, I'm just thinking about back in Mesa. We have a tough time catching them, but all those bandidos, every single one of them get captured and they, they all send back to the jail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am very glad to know that Lou Dixon, that Zane Vallon, and Craig Hardesty are all in jail with them, Pancho. See, si, it's a good thing, all in jail. You know, Cisco, there, there sure is a, a lot of difference between the, those those two brothers, you know, Cisco. Oh, say, Pancho. As much difference as February is from August. Oh, uh, why February is so different from August, Cisco? Well, you tell me. How many days are there in February? Um, 30. 30? Well, what makes you say that, Chico? Because of what happened to Cousin Pedro last February. Oh, and what happened to Cousin Pedro last February? The judge gave him 30 days. Oh, Pancho. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> 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 And so ends another exciting adventure with O. Henry's famous Robin Hood of the West, the Cisco Kid. (laughs) 
Because a good breakfast means a good morning, build a better breakfast every day. A good breakfast always includes plenty of... Tut, tut, nothing but butternut bread. Yes, eat a better breakfast. Eat plenty of crisp, crunchy slices of good butternut toast. Enjoy it with fresh butter, homemade strawberry preserves, or as French toast. You can do anything with butternut. Serve it any way you like, and you'll always like it. That's because butternut is always the same. Every loaf, every slice is always the same fine texture, the same creamy whiteness, the same delicious flavor. Anytime you open a blue and white check gingham butternut wrapper, you can rest assured that you're about to serve the finest bread that's baked. Then when you buy bread, buy bread by name. Insist on butternut bread, good butternut bread, in the blue and white check gingham picture wrapper. Try a loaf tomorrow. Be sure to listen again for another thrilling adventure of the Cisco Kid. Cisco Kid was played by Jack Mather, Poncho by Mel Blank. <laughs>